Coming up, the Mavs went out on a buzzer beater and the Celtics blow out the Warriors. This is Locked On Now NBA. The biggest games, the best performances, expert analysis. You are Locked On Now. Welcome in. You're listening to Locked On Now NBA, local experts on the biggest stories on the hardwood. I'm your host, Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. We've got a whole bunch of games to go over. Our Locked On NBA hosts are here to recap them for you. But we're going to start out in Brooklyn, where a buzzer beater for the win at the Barclays Center led to a dramatic finish in our biggest game. The biggest game. Spencer Dinwiddie coming up clutch for the second time this week. He hits a clutch shot in the final seconds to help his current team take down his old team. Locked on Mavs recaps a thriller in Brooklyn. The Dallas Mavericks in Dallas Mavericks fashion went down and came back after a game-winning shot by this guy, Spencer Dinwiddie. Nick Engstead of the Locked on Mavericks podcast here. And the Dallas Mavericks going into the fourth quarter were down 79-91. It looked like Kevin Durant was just taking over with his passing and then the Dallas Mavericks were going to go down. They were going to lose this game, a game when the Nets were missing Kyrie Irving, Ben Simmons, Joe Harris, bunch of guys on their team out. The Mavericks were going to squander a win here. But then Spencer Dinwiddie came out and was absolutely aggressive in the fourth quarter. It was more than just the game-winning shot that he hit. He scored 15 points in the fourth quarter, 5 of 5 from the free throw line with the game-winning three. Luka Doncic obviously was masterful in this one with 37 points. He was just great throughout the, the game, taking advantage of mismatches all over the place. But it was Spencer Dinwiddie being that second option. The Mavs needed somebody else to pick up the slack, pick up the slack on, on offense and just do something else for him. Spencer Dinwiddie was that guy, 15 points in the fourth quarter. Absolutely great game from him towards the end of this and He's proven to be an answer to a question the Mavs have had. Who's going to pick up the slack on offense with Kristaps Porzingis out of the out of the team and Luka Doncic can't do it all? That's the answer. We'll talk about it more on tonight's Locked On Mavs. A tough loss that had a playoff feel. Locked On Nets breaks down a disappointing outcome for the home team. Doug Norrie locked on Nets after Spencer Dinwiddie walks back into Barclays and daggers Brooklyn with a buzzer beater to send the Nets right so close to a five-game winning streak, but they lose this one at home. No Kyrie Irving, obviously. Looking like the Nets were going to be able to pull it out after Kevin Durant hits a monster three with 10 seconds left to go in a game that was really going back and forth. All the vibes of a playoff affair, uh, but then they you know, walk down the court and Spencer Dinwiddie steps up big to send the Brooklyn Nets back home to their own beds, but still with a loss. Really tough one. Thought the Nets played very, very well in this game. A lot to discuss, like I said, in a game where coaches were making all the adjustments like you would see come playoff time. So you like to see that. You don't love the result. We are going to be talking about this game, Kevin Durant's performance, what they did with Luka Doncic, and of course, the Spencer Dinwiddie shot over on Locked On Nets. The Charlotte Hornets won again last night, taking down the Hawks in a game that has postseason implications. Locked on Hornets says there was more than just a win there, though, because Charlotte is hitting a groove right now at the exact right time. And what could be a possible preview of the 9-10 Eastern Conference play-in matchup, the Charlotte Hornets get a huge win against the Atlanta Hawks. I'm Doug Branson from the Locked On Hornets podcast. 
And the big takeaway for the Hornets is they are uh, getting more confident at the right time. They're getting healthier and they're banking wins. Now three in a row for the Charlotte Hornets. A couple of performances to note in this one. Trey Young for the Atlanta Hawks. The Hornets held him to 3 of 12 shooting from the field. 0 of 6 from 3. Did not hit a 3. Finished with 9 points. It seemed like the Hornets defense really was keyed in on getting the ball out of Trey Young's hands. Being physical with him at the point of attack. On the other side of the ball, LaMelo ball. 7 of 6 from the field, 5 of 10 from 3, hit some deep ones, 22 points, 11 assists, and 8 rebounds. He led the way for the Charlotte Hornets, but in the fourth quarter, it was all about their primary scorer, Terry Rozier, knocking down big three-point shots. Though he did struggle from the field, he's a certified gamer. He plays well in the fourth quarter, and he did so in this one. And then P.J. Washington, role player, glue guy for the Charlotte Hornets, comes up big, 13 points in the fourth quarter. He only had 16 in the game. So they get some clutch performances in a close game, back and forth battle between two uh, similarly talented teams. The Charlotte Hornets, look, I'm not saying they're going to be a threat to win a seven-game playoff series, but I think this game proved that they could possibly win a couple of play-in games. For more on the Charlotte Hornets, make sure you're checking out Locked on Hornets with myself and Walker Mail. Coming up, Donovan Mitchell lights fire just in time to help the Jazz top the Bulls. This is Locked On NBA. This edition of Locked On Now is brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bars on the market. They're low in sugar, low in fat, low in carb, but high in protein. They've got tons of different flavors and they're made with 100% real chocolate. So they all taste great. They also have new flavors with protein infused marshmallow. If you want to check those out as well. And you also get a discount. If you head over to built.com, you can use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. You just use co- promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at built.com. Welcome back to Locked On Now NBA. I'm Kainani Stevens. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Last night's best performance goes to Donovan Mitchell, who did a little bit of everything carrying Utah over Chicago. The best performance. Hold up, hold up. A combined guard effort carries the Utah Jazz to a 125-110 win over the Chicago Bulls. David Locke of Locked On Jazz with you. With the Mavericks, Nuggets, and Wolves all winning, the Jazz needed this one badly. A 25-point third quarter by Donovan Mitchell, the most points he's ever scored in a quarter in an NBA game, carries the Jazz. The official Merrick Kogut called a techno foul on Donovan, and then he went scorched earth. After that, but in the fourth quarter with the Bulls double-teaming Donovan, he swung it over to the newest Jazz member, Nikhil Alexander-Walker, who hit three fourth-quarter three-point shots, finished with 16 points in 22 minutes, coupled that with Jordan Clarkson's 26 points, and the Jazz were able to slow down Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan just enough to get the win, 125-110. Jazz play the Clippers on Friday to wrap up a homestand before a six-game road trip. For more, go to Lockdown Jazz. Zach Levine's big night wasn't enough to beat Utah. Locked on Bulls goes over why Chicago continues to struggle against other good teams. Donovan Mitchell gets a new career high in three-pointers made against the Chicago Bulls tonight. Hey, I'm Hayes, host of Locked on Bulls, and despite a big third quarter from Zach Levine and an over 30-point game, the Chicago Bulls just did not have enough to get over the hump against Utah Jazz tonight. The Chicago Bulls continue to struggle against teams with winning uh, records as they head into the playoffs looking for an answer. Now, they do have players like Patrick Williams and Lonzo Ball coming back from injury, but all that was not enough tonight 
um, to get over the Utah Jazz. The Bulls just did not have an answer for the Jazz's three-point barrage in which they made 19 three-pointers in this game. The Utah Jazz end up winning this game 125 to 110. The Bulls just did not have an answer despite Levine and DeMar DeRozan's uh, contributions tonight. How do the Bulls continue to rebound? What do they look to do as they face Phoenix on Friday? All that remains to be seen on how this Bulls roster is going to finally uh, figure out a way to get on the winning side of the ball. We'll continue to watch it. How many points do you think you can score on just five shots? Emmanuel quickly may have redefined that answer last night as the Knicks blew out the Portland Trailblazers and locked on Knicks details the win and some news coming out on head coach Tom Thibodeau as well. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Gavin Shaw of the Locked On Knicks podcast following a 128-98 to win for the New York Knicks over the Portland over 30. Emmanuel quickly put together the most efficient 18-point game in Knicks history as it took the second-year guard just five shots to get there. The Knicks also got contributions from Evan Fournier, who had a season high in assists, Miles McBride, who made a number of nice plays defensively, Mitchell Robinson protecting the basket, Julius Randle, uh, throwing a couple of beautiful dimes himself. The bigger news to come out of Knicks land today, though, the report from Bleacher Report's Jake Fisher that the Knicks are expecting to retain Tom Thibodeau heading into the 2022-2023 season. Uh, this despite uh, pretty rampant speculation that Tibbs could be on the way out uh, following the Knicks' disappointing year after their playoff berth a season ago and his continued insistence on playing the veterans the vast majority of the minutes, even though the Knicks are all but out of play in consideration and certainly are not a contender at this point to make any noise in the playoffs. Uh, it will be fascinating to see if Tibbs can adjust next season. Uh, that, has, that has long been an issue for him. Uh, but for now, I'm Gavin Shaw, Locked on Knicks. The Lakers really can't even buy themselves a win at this point. They were out of it early in Minnesota on Wednesday and had no shot at it. The Timberwolves jumped on them early, and Locked on Lakers tells you what led to another blowout loss. Hey, Kamenetsky co-hosts the Locked on Lakers podcast, and the Lakers lose 124-104 to the Timberwolves in Minnesota and uh, began with another one of their patented brutal starts. They were down 17 after the first quarter, missed all 10 of their three-point attempts, gave up 67 points at the half. Anthony Edwards had 24 of those from Minnesota. But to the Lakers' credit, they exhibited some actual competency to go along with some fight in the third quarter. And during a fourth quarter push, actually got Minnesota's lead down to four. But that lasted about 19 seconds. Carl Anthony Towns, who had been limited for a lot of this game due to foul trouble, absolutely buried the Lakers down the stretch and adding to the Lakers misery Talon Horton Tucker who a few games ago sprained his left ankle it has been bothering him he's been playing through discomfort was not able to finish this game so as usual when it rains it pours for the Lakers a lot more to get into so make sure that you're subscribing to the Locked on Lakers YouTube channel and that you're making Locked on Lakers your first listen wherever you get your podcasts. Carl Anthony Towns led the T-Wolves once again as Minnesota now has won nine out of their last ten. Locked on Wolves has more on the team's hot streak. Ben Beacon with Locked on Wolves here. The Timberwolves defeat the Lakers by 20 on Wednesday night. Carl Anthony Towns had 30 points in just 26 minutes, got to the free throw line 13 times. The Timberwolves have now won nine out of ten games 
And uh, I mean, this thing was the Timberwolves led by as many as 25. They led wire to wire. The Lakers never led in this game. They did get it down to four early in the fourth quarter, but Minnesota pulled away down the stretch. They got to the free throw line a bunch. They were able to defend without fouling and force Russell Westbrook into some tough shots, force LeBron to really do it all for the Lakers. Nobody else really came to play for, for LA. Anthony Edwards had a 20 point second quarter, a nice game from him after a couple of quiet ones here, the last couple of times out, he had 27 on the night and four assists, six rebounds, quiet game for D'Lo. But overall, this was all about Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, enough off the bench, Torian Prince, Jalen Noel, both getting to double figures and the Wolves shooting over 40% as a team, a nice well-rounded win over a team that the Wolves should beat a shorthanded Lakers team. Um, and now, Nine out of 10 victories. The Timberwolves go on a stretch where they play seven consecutive games against playoff teams, good playoff teams, teams that will likely finish in the top five in their conference uh, respective conferences. So a tough schedule upcoming. We're going to break this game down all tonight on the post game podcast. Make sure you subscribe to Locked on Wolves for all things Timberwolves. The Seas made a statement on the road, dominating the Warriors in a lopsided victory. Locked on Celtics breaks down how Boston made it happen. Cyrus Sots is here with Locked on Warriors. This was a rough night, Dub Nation. Uh, one of the worst halves of basketball in recent Warriors history. That first half, uh, which culminated with a play that's going to be talked about for a long time. Stephen Curry injuring his left foot, which was rolled up by Marcus Smart. A play which, I'm sorry, I'm going to call it dirty. If it was clean, Stephen Curry's foot would not be injured. And a huge reason why, and we're going to break this down a lot more in tomorrow's edition of Locked on Warriors, why I thought it was dirty is because on the very same play, Marcus Spark goes on and karate kicks Clay Thompson in the chest, then flops and acts like he's the injured one. If he had credibility in this game, if he, if he did not have a track record uh, of plays like this where he flops, he flails, he throws his body around recklessly. And in this case, it, it, it caused what we're hoping is not a serious injury. But Stephen Curry, as I record this, is undergoing an MRI on the top of his left foot. Another injury in the game, Moses Moody, the rookie uh, lottery pick, who has really been stepping it up lately uh, and has become an integral part of this Warriors team, injured his right shoulder. Uh, there's a lot of details lacking with that story. Only uh, The only thing we do know is that there will not be an MRI. Only two players scored in double figures for the Warriors, Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole. Clay had a horrible game. One for 11 from three, just struggled from the field. I believe he finished minus 30 and plus minus. Jordan Poole had another solid game, finished with uh, 29 points, including 19 in the third quarter. But a, a rough game for the Warriors. They lose 110 to 88. We'll break it down on Locked On Warriors. Follow the program on Twitter at Locked On Dubs. And me, Cyrus Sots, is on Twitter at DogSurfRoadShow. That's going to do it for this edition of Locked On Now NBA. Thank you for making Locked On Now your first listen every single weekday. Make sure you head over and check out Locked On NBA and, of course, your team's Locked On podcast. I'm Kenani Stevens. This has been Locked On Now.